This is Frankie De Jesus, and you are listening to Eye of the Storm, episode 11. Snake Eyes. Last week, the previews came out, and so you know what that means. Solicitations. Um, So I'll just get right into it. Starting with Stormwatch Issue 3, written by Paul Cornell, art by Miguel Sepulveda, and Al Barrio Nuevo, cover by Chris Burnham, This is a great cover. By Chris Brown. Uh, so it reads The moon has declared war on Earth, and now it, its emissaries have landed. All over the world, these lunar antibodies have absorbed our buildings, our pets, and our neighbors, crafting monstrous bodies to tear our world apart. Fighting on the front lines, new recruits Apollo and Midnighter, plus Harry Tanner, the eminence of Blades makes a play for power that threatens to cut Stormwatch in two. Uh, every, I mean, besides Marsh Manhunter, this team is looking more like the Authority than it is Stormwatch. Um, so I, I am curious. Now, this hasn't come, well, as I'm reading this solicitation, it hasn't come out yet. It comes out this Wednesday. Um, so we'll see how that plays off in the series. Next up, we have Grifter Issue 3, written by Nathan Edmondson, art and cover by Kafu and Jason Gordner. Uh, so it reads, Cole and Gretchen escape in opposite directions, but the hornet's nest has been disturbed. With aliens and authorities, which, as I read that, made me happy for a second. Because I was thinking the authority. But it's actually just authorities. Like cops and stuff. Anyway. um, The authorities both pursuing Cole. An easy escape is not an option. And when Cole is forced to confront his brother, the recipe is clear. On this morning, there will be bloodshed. So we may be seeing Max <clears throat> Cole in this one. Max Cash in this one. Uh, next up we have Voodoo Issue 3. Written by Ron Mars. Art by Sami Basri. And Hendry Prasetra. Uh, Pasetia. Uh, P-R-A... S-E-T-Y-A. I'm so sorry for murdering that name. Uh, covered by John Tyler Christopher. See, when you got three first names like that, you can't go wrong. Um, the soul it reads, Already on the run from shadowy government agents who want to dissect their voodoo now must face a new threat. Green Lantern, Cal Rainer. <laughs> 
Will even her shape-shifting powers be enough to keep a GL at bay? Ron Mars returns to his signature DCU character. Now that I am interested in. Um, I am a Kyle Rayner fan. He's my Green Lantern. Uh, he's the one I grew up with. He's the one I started collecting when I started collecting Green Lantern comic books. It was him. Um, and written by Ron Mars. So, and Kyle Rayner is at his best when it's written by Ron Mars. Um, I mean, there have been great writers on Ron Mars, on Kyle Rayner, but Ron Mars is the best. I mean, he creates the character and all that. So, it'd be, I cannot wait to see that one. Uh, moving on. Issue 1, Wildstorm officially enters the DC New. This is written by Paul Cornell, art by Miguel Sepulveda, colorist Alan Pasalacqua, editor Rob Lay. The first thing I notice when I, as soon as you open the book, is that the it opens up with the Eye of the Storm, Stormwatch HQ Hyperstate, Hyperspace. The Eye of the Storm. Alright, looks like we may have a listener in Paul Cornell. Huh? Huh? We're going places. The second thing I notice is that it says Hyperspace as the location of their uh, spaceship. If that's the same dimensional hopping spaceship, uh, instead of the bleed, which if you're authority reader or even Stormwatch, you know the bleed is their doorway between the universes. It was how they got around, and it looks like they're still using this with the same uh, concept to get from here to there, but it doesn't say the bleed anymore. 
So I'm wondering if they've completely done away with the bleed. The story, the story is pretty good. Um, there's a lot of ideas that I've put in here. Uh, it basically opens up with part of the team trying to recruit Apollo. Um, and we see Jack Hawksmore, John Jones, and the projection, projectionist, uh, who's a new character. Um, if we watch Alphas on Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi, on Sci-Fi, she's a lot like Gary, um, but mainly for media. She's like a media hub. And we get introduced to a couple of other new characters, like Harry Tanner, the Eminence of Swords, who off the bat reminds me of Swordmaster from Marvel. He's just a guy that's good with swords, apparently, or used to be. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Um, another new character is Adam One who seems to be a caretaker of Sentry Babies. Um, or is it kind of like the idea? He's kind of like, if you watch Buffy, he's kind of like the Watchers. Except he's for Sentry Babies instead of Slayers. Uh, the Sentry Baby here is Jenny Quantum, who's a little girl here. Um... Which is kind of funny because he said he watched over Genghis Khan. I wonder if he, they're trying to say Genghis Khan was a century baby in Napoleon. Uh, in the story, we learned that uh, Stormwatch has been around for centuries, uh, since medieval times, even. In one panel, we see that demon. Uh, the demon extra game was part of the team. Possibly the first formation of the team had the demon extra game. Uh, I'm assuming Demon Knights, which is also written by Paul Cornell, may tie into this, uh, which may be very interesting. I'm sure it would. And Stormwatch is a team that's been protecting Earth from outside forces for centuries. Martian Manhunter's in this, and he really does feel like the bridge between the Wildstorm universe and the DC universe. Um, the, he even mentions that he's still part of the Justice League, um, and he just pretty much moonlights with the Stormwatch team when he needs to, or when they need him. Um, so we most likely will be seeing more Justice League members in this, or vice versa. Another thing that I noticed um, with the art that I kind of liked was that Jack Hawksmore now has tracks on his palms. It used to be just on the, the soles of his feet. He had like the speed tracks. Now he has them on his hands. That's a little bit different. Midnighter gets uh, reintroduced in this as well. Um, I, I do not like Midnighter's new costume. I'm sorry. 
Um, I, I am curious as to how they're going to treat the relationship between Midnighter and Apollo. Uh, that was always a big deal before because uh, in Wildstorm, Midnighter and Apollo were in a gay relationship. Um, so, and I remember there was some sort of big deal with that. You know, you couldn't say that in DC or for whatever reason. Um, so I'm curious to see if they're going to follow through on that, or they're just not even going to touch upon it or even mention it. Um, but they, Midnight and Apollo, they meet in this issue. So, if anything, it starts here. Um, also, overall feeling that I got from this issue of Stormwatch was I couldn't help but f have a kind of Torchwood feeling coming from this. Um, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of Doctor Who, you know what I'm talking about when I say Torchwood. It's uh, an organization century-old organization that protects Earth from aliens. Um, which, you know, Doctor Who, Paul Cornell was a Doctor Who writer, so I'm wondering if he's taken his experiences from Doctor Who uh, and put him, putting them into Stormwatch here, which I, I don't mind. <laughs> uh, I, I love Doctor Who, I love Torchwood, Hey, they both have jacks. So, I look forward to seeing a kind of Torchwood type of team happening here. For the art of this issue, not very good. Um, I, I've liked Miguel Sepulveda's art before. He's done like some issues of Justice League and Green Lantern stuff. This one was very clunky at, at times. Almost like he was rushing right through it. Which, with the new DC rule, he probably was. Because um, if an artist is late on pages, they get replaced. Which is, from what I hear, the new DC rule. And I don't think Miguel Sepulveda wants to get replaced. <laughs> So there you have it, um, my review of Wildstone's first foray into the DC new. Um, so basically, story, pretty good, will continue. Got me interested, I am intrigued by the ideas that Porcanel has put forth in this first issue. And I want to see how they um, pan out. Uh, art, I want it to get better. Um... I've seen Miguel Sepaveta do better, and I hope he's able to tap back into that as uh, future issues come out. Um, but the, the art is not horrible at all. Just not up to par as to what um, on Stormwatch has been known for, uh, you know, with Quietly and Hitch. Um, Oscar Jimenez is great art and there's big shoes to fill um we just i just hope miguel sepaveda will step up to plate really soon 
Um, that's it. Next week, Grifter comes out. Or this week, rather. On this Wednesday, as I'm recording, I'm recording this on Monday. Um, this Wednesday, Grifter comes out, issue one. Uh, this will be my most anticipated uh, Wildstorm comic book to come out in DC new. Uh, so I'll come back next week for that. Hey. Please be sure to check out Derek Coward at comicbooknoise.com and deliberatenoise.com. Check out everything that he does there. He does great work and he helps produce this show. Uh, please leave an iTunes review. Uh, those are good. You could contact me at frankiedejesus at gmail.com or eye of the storm podcast at gmail.com. The website is eye of the storm podcast.blogspot.com. We have a comment line if you want to call and leave a comment. It's uh, 914-595-6629. And remember to always keep your eye on the storm. The new storm.